A quick note about this podcast. Information is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. Please refer to ASX's full disclaimer with respect to this podcast on the section of the ASX website titled The Ideas Exchange by ASX. Hi, and welcome to this special edition of the Ideas Exchange, where we're celebrating World Investor Week. It's running from the 3rd to the 9th of October, and when we're thinking about World Investor Week, it's all about knowledge is power. We're going to take a look at the behind-the-scenes tools and resources available to all investors on the ASX. I'm Graham O'Brien, Head of Cash Equity Sales and Equity Derivatives at ASX, and joining me today is Teresa Lintfeld, Senior Manager, Brand and Content, also at ASX. Teresa, can you tell us a little bit about yourself at ASX? Well, I joined ASX uh, about three years ago and I head up the Brand and Content team. So what that means is that I um, actually produce a lot of content for investors uh, to provide education, provide some insights, and we work quite closely with a lot of our partners to generate that content. Fantastic. A busy job because I know we have lots of resources at ASX. So we're talking about World Investor Week during this podcast and why is ASX involved? Well, World Investor Week is actually a, a global event. So it's actually run across the whole world. It runs from the 3rd of October to the 9th of October and it's run by IOSCO, which is the International Organisation of Securities Commissions, uh, which is an association of organisations that regulate the world securities markets or stock markets, you know, in, in general terms. Um, it's also supported by WFE, which is the World Federation of Exchanges. And ASX is actually a member of both organisations. And we're very committed to making information and education available to Australian investors directly and also through our market participants. So those are the partners that I, I mentioned earlier. We're um, celebrating World Investor Week through our Knowledge is Power campaign, which will see us open the markets uh, later in October with a bell ringing for financial literacy and also a program of content aimed at investors at each stage of the investment journey. So a lot of rich, wonderful content coming through for people starting out, people in the uh, mid-level journeys um, and also more advanced investors. Fantastic. I know we have a really long history at ASX starting right back to the 70s. I know people can't see me during this podcast, but I've got plenty of grey hairs. I'm a 70s child. Uh, we've been running investor education for such a long time at ASX, really starting with the share market game back in those 70s and really moving into the investor update, which we've been running for over 10 years now. So a really long history of investor education for investors. Yes, indeed. Um, so share market game still going hot and, and running at the moment. Very, very popular for us. But we've got a whole wealth and a treasure trove of resources sitting on the ASX website and there's lots of different formats so you don't have to necessarily read a long article. Uh, we've got this podcast, uh, we've got the share market game, uh, we've got some uh, video video content as well. So um, pretty much uh, you know if I s- start off uh, with some of our core content we've got a blog which we update on a very regular basis that includes articles from Investor Update but also from other areas within ASX if one's interested in, in looking at that. The investor update is um, obviously our premium piece has been going out for over 10 years. It goes to over 300,000 investors and it is highly read. So very, very popular piece. 
contains uh, various bits of content, once again, targeted at investors at each stage of the journey. So if you're a sophisticated investor, you'll go in, you'll find something. If you're just starting out, there'll be content in there for you. And that's a, a subscription-based campaign, but uh, you can also uh, look on the blog and find the articles there. Um, in addition to that, uh, we've also got our usual Ideas Exchange podcast, which goes out on a monthly basis, in which uh, Rory Cunningham, who works with both of us, usually interviews a whole bunch of, of market participants. And I actually listen to those because I must say I learn something new every single time I listen to, to the podcast. Um, and then in addition to that, we've also got uh, regular webcasts and also um, some, some the market wrap, which obviously you run, um, Graham. So that's a, a recent addition for us. So tell us a bit, a bit more about the market wrap. Uh, I, I listened to it, but uh, maybe you can explain what we're hoping for investors to get out of that. Oh, for sure. It's really just around a monthly wrap of what's occurred in the market. Uh, we have a delve into the sectors that are performing really well or unfortunately what we've seen recently underperforming. Uh, we take a general view of what some of the big stocks are in the market and how they've been uh, how they've been performing over the month as well. But it's really quick, insightful information of what's occurred in the market. Um, going back to those uh, those podcasts that we have on our website and all of those uh, webinars and really great resourceful information that we have on the ASX website. Um, the really good thing is it's all freely accessible. So you mentioned about subscriptions, but it doesn't cost anything to subscribe. So it's a really good way for people that are starting out to, to, to get involved in their investing journey and start learning about investments. Uh, I know that podcast, Rory does a great job. I'm sorry, I'm sure he does a much better job than we're doing at the moment, but, uh, but it, it really is uh, some good information for people to be able to, uh, to absorb. Moving on from market wrap and some of our resources, um, we've kind of touched on the share market game and it really is a well-known source of information for people out there in the investing world to participate in. Want to give us a little bit more information just around that share market game specifically? Certainly. Um, so the share market game, really interesting. I actually find it quite uplifting. I've spoken to a few of our market participants who are now very successful in the financial industry, and they always say, you know what, this is how I actually entered into financial services. I started playing the share market game when I was at school. So it really goes back all the way to, to the 90s and 80s when certain people were, were playing the share market game and saw that as an entry point. So the share market game um, is actually, there's two games. There's one for the public, for players over 18, and then there's the school share market game, which is the one that I've just referred to. The game runs twice a year. So the school's game is slightly shorter, about 10 weeks. The public game runs for about 15 weeks. And how it works is um, that players get $50,000 in virtual cash to invest in a whole bunch of shares. So we've got over 200 shares in the share market game. And most recently, we've also started introducing other investment categories. So we now have over 40 ETFs. Uh, we have some LICs, which are listed investment companies and listed investment trusts, as well as some real estate investment trusts. And um, obviously it doesn't emulate the market because it, it plays off, off over a short period and obviously investing is always for the long term. But it's a great way for investors to test the market, to just put a little bit of a watch on certain key stocks or sectors um, and to see how markets are performing. And uh, it was really interesting because during COVID, obviously everyone was in lockdown. Um, and the markets were quite volatile. So we saw a huge uptick in people participating in the game at, the, at that time. And that interest has remained. Um, and so we get a lot of people contacting us going, you know, this is the best game ever. 
and they keep on coming back to play the game um, as well. And when people participate in the game, they're actually getting real live market data. It isn't off delay, so it's fantastic for you to start simulating your actual activities in the marketplace itself. Yes, uh, so it, it does actually use uh, the actual market data. It's obviously T plus 20, it's not the, the live data, but it does give you that very real experience as the market moves. So it, it enables you to also do your own research in real time and experience uh, what it's like to watch stocks uh, listen out for announcements, look at the dividends that are coming through that are paid out, and when you place a trade, obviously pay the, the requisite fees um, and charges as well. It is a, it is a very uh, sort of a real-life experience. Yeah, and it's really good. You touched on the school share market game. There's lots of resources for teachers as well in being able to teach their students around commerce subjects, and we know lots of people in New South Wales anyway use the game as part of their year nine and ten commerce degrees so something that's uh, that's really valuable resource for teachers as well yeah and it's uh yeah it, they, they play it obviously to learn but there's also prizes involved so that's always a sweetener for our winners although our winners are always just chuffed that they've managed to win the game and they, obviously there's just no way to to game it um we don't see winners coming back so we'll have a winner in in one game and um they won't necessarily be a winner in the next game. So it is really looking at the market and, and responding to the market and putting a strategy in place that helps you become the, the winning portfolio. Yeah, that's great. We know you touched on um, ETFs as one of the products that's been added to the suite of units that you can buy in the game itself. We just hope those uh, those short ETFs aren't the, aren't the winners this year. I know uh, we're operating in a underperforming market at the moment, so we're seeing lots of utilisations of different style products in the game. The game's still underway at the moment. Can people still register if they wanted to get involved in the game? Um, the registration is closing uh, mid-October, but there will be another game. So the game will run again at the beginning of uh, next year. So the first game will start in March 2023. We don't have a specific date, uh, but usually registration opens in about February. Um, so people can have a look at that. If they are listening to the podcast before the middle of October, they should still be able to sign up for it. But registrations are closing soon. Brilliant. You, you touched on some of the resources that are available to game players. It really is that safe environment that you're talking about. Are there other ways that we can provide resources while the game's actually running within, within the game itself? Well, we once again, we partner with, with um, various others. Um, so Equity Mates has been a partner for us. Uh, they produce their own podcast. Uh, it's very fun. It's, it's very light, um, but it's also very insightful. And they, they've played the game in the past um, and continue to, bri- to provide content for us. Uh, we've also got NAB Trade, who are looking at some of the, the um, most frequently bought stocks within the game um, and how that actually emulates market conditions. So we keep on introducing new content and then there's regular updates um, as we go through. We look at the movers and shakers in the game but we also uh, look at some of the market trends uh, that that game players might be thinking about as they uh, navigate the game and and try and become the the top portfolio within it. Excellent, really resourceful tool. So, Graham, you have been with the ASX for much longer than I have. I won't say how long, um, but uh, you've you've also got a view on some of the most useful resources, and you and I speak about this on a regular basis. And I think we've had a conversation about my daughter, who is 23 years old, 
has got a little bit of cash that she would like to invest, but she's been finding it quite hard to navigate. So, you know, what advice would you give her and what are some of the other resources uh, that, that she could have a look at? Look, there's a whole range of resources at ASX. I can mention it. It's over 20 years. I think I'm up to 23 years at ASX. It's uh, Sometimes that's a life sentence for some people. 23 is a long time. But uh, um, we have a range of different resources where you can actually connect with people in the market itself. So rather than just as us as the market operator, um, we have events like Investor Day where we invite a whole range of different brokers from the market, from ETF issuers to listed investment companies, for people to hear directly from the people that are involved in the market itself in how they can navigate the new world of equity markets. I, um, I actually uh, attended the last Investor Day in, in Sydney. I had in, uh, attended it a while ago, but it was a really great event. And I was so uh, energised by seeing so many young investors coming in um, and making copious notes and, and really engaging with, with all of our speakers. Uh, and you had a great session in that in that one as well, so hopefully presenting at the next one, uh, which I think is in November. Excellent, thanks. Don't give me too big a head. Uh, CEO Connect is another one. We actually get the companies that are actually listed on ASX to come in and talk about their company, give some insights into where the future of that company might be. And it really is all about connecting uh, individuals with investment experts across the market. Uh, Back to your daughter, I'd really suggest uh, thinking about attending some of those events. I know when I first started in the market, um, we actually used to have some public floats uh, way back when. So Commonwealth Bank was my first share I ever purchased. Uh, and it was through just reading information on ASX's website and the like. We didn't have these really good tools that we can utilise and go to events and talk to like-minded investors, but also hear from investment experts themselves. So really uh, look at some of our education modules on the ASX website, but attend some of the events that we have for free. All good. My, my first share was also a Commonwealth Bank share, but that was through an employee share program. But I still hold on to them and they have gained value over the years. So um, I probably won't be getting rid of them anytime soon. No, they pay me more on a dividend than I actually paid for them in the first place. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not at that level yet, but um, hopefully I'll get there soon. So um, how about more sophisticated investors? You know, we, we do um, have a lot of sort of introduction content. We've got education modules, uh, starter out content. Um, but when you get to that sort of more sophisticated level and you want to do in-depth research, what do we offer? I know you, you have uh, ideas about some of the more sophisticated tools we have available as well. Yeah, first of all, one of the hardest things that you do when investing is actually picking the right stock that might suit your portfolio. So we do have a, a range of brokers that actually provide their research free of charge via the ASX website. So a really good tool is getting some understanding of what brokers think about stocks themselves. So uh, coming on, looking at that broking research scheme and, and really being able to get a helpful hint on what some of the stocks may be that may outperform the market in the future. Uh, Beyond that, there's the investment products directory. So we've touched on it a couple of times, but one of the fastest growing areas at ASX is the exchange traded fund market and listed managed investments. And there's some really good reports that give us indications of what those styles of products are tracking. So whether it be Australian markets, international markets, commodities, and how well they're tracking against those indices or those products themselves. So really good directory for people that want to get broad-based exposure to the market just in one trade. And there's charting tools as well. So not just research to think from a fundamental perspective or broad-based allocation. Some of us like to have a little play in the market and get in and out a little bit. 
uh, a little bit faster and we used uh, charts to help us in seeing when a market might be a bit toppy and looks a little bit expensive or when it's getting cheap it might have bot- bottomed out. So uh, a- investors can, can really utilise those tools. Beyond that, we have the ASX uh, watch list and people can actually create watch lists just to track the shares that they're interested in and see how they're performing over time. So they're probably the next step, I guess, um, beyond getting started investing and some of the more technical tools you might be able to utilise on the ASX. And some of those tools sound quite uh, sophisticated. And so do we have information on actually how to use them? Uh, Because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. So, um, you know, it might be hard to navigate them if you're not used to using them. Yeah, we love our jargons and our uh, acronyms at ASX. So we do have um, a brochures page on the way a- on the ASX website that, that really looks at each of those individual tools and, and some of those acronyms more broadly. So if you are interested in some of those tools, uh, there'll be a brochure that matches that tool, whether it be our uh, investment products directory or whether it be charting tools, and we'll help you be able to utilise those tools to, to the best possible extent for, for you to get the most out of the tool itself. Uh, beyond that, we do have a page specifically on acronyms. I know I like them myself and <laughs> Uh, and really helping investors uh, get through that path of uh, of what we like to do at ASX is break things down into into acronyms rather than uh, rather than the basics behind uh, behind the tool itself. Yeah, and I think the best way to find those kinds of pages because there is a lot of content, so it might be difficult for for people to find that is actually to use the search function on the site. So if you are looking for the glossary page, just search for the glossary page, and it it will pop up. Or you know, put any of the other searches in. I think so that you can find the, the, the right content for you. No, you're exactly right. We kind of touched on research a little bit and it tends towards financial advice when I'm starting to think about research. I've had my experiences with financial advisors across the market um, and I'm sure yourself have uh, have had an interesting experience over time. Do you want to share um, your experience with some financial advisors? And uh, I could even touch on some of the experiences that I've had as well. Well, I have a fan- fantastic financial advisor at the moment. Um, I've had her for, for many years and um, she is more like my um, financial mentor. Um, but I did start off um, having a couple of financial advisors who weren't fantastic for me. Um, and I think, you know, the rule of thumb is to move on if, if your financial advisor isn't doing what that they need to do for you. So they can obviously do the basics. But what I really like about my financial now advisor now is she's looking at my lifestyle and uh, she puts me onto the straight and narrow so I think when we first went and saw her she said well we've got all of these investment goals for you and you set up with them but what about you you are working very hard so you know we need to maybe put a holiday fund in place for you or things that where you can um, just really enjoy the life that you have built for yourself working working extremely hard so um, you know it's it's just a slight nuance on on finding an, a financial advisor that that actually does something that that helps you um, not only financially but also in terms of the the lifestyle that you you're after but as I said you know the first two advisors very functional um, probably not looking at my specific situation as much as I would have liked and it would have been great to know which questions to ask up front because I did stick with them for a while uh, before I found the right financial advisor eventually. And, And that's really important I guess when you're thinking about a financial advisor is what questions do you actually ask them to make sure that you're the right fit? Um, I know when I was uh, when I've dealt with financial advisors in the past, 
finding an advisor that actually tells you no can be very, very difficult. Uh, I can sometimes think about some spe- speculative stocks in the market and it just mightn't suit my investment profile. Having an advisor actually tell you no, it's not the right fit for your investment style can be really difficult to find. When I think about some of those questions that we could actually have when we go into those advisors and it's all about pre-arming yourself. It's almost like you're uh, interviewing them for a job. They're actually trying to be your advisor and sometimes it can be felt like it's the shoe on the other foot. We we sometimes think they're into interviewing us and are we good enough to be their client where it should be the other way around. It should be all about um, them being good enough to be our advisor. So some of those things we can think about um, really understanding what services they offer. There's a broad range of services that uh, investment advisors can offer. Make sure that they're offering the services that you want. Cost is a key component. Asking up front, having a really good idea of what their costs are, how much are they actually going to charge you, and what research facilities they're utilising and how you can benefit off the back of those research facilities. But most importantly, you touched on it, the investment plan. How regularly are they going to review that plan and are they going to help you throughout your uh, throughout your life. So your plan's going to change over time and how regularly are they going to review that is some of the things that I'd be definitely asking those advisors before we even uh, contemplate employing them as our uh, as our financial advisor. Yeah, and with my advisor now, we, we meet with her on a, on a very regular basis. Uh, they are quite extended meetings where we walk through the entire portfolio in quite a lot of detail and make adjustments. Um, and we do that now on an annual basis. But previously, we just hadn't done that. So it's so important to have visibility of, of your investments because it's very easy to forget that you've got super builds up but most of us you know just sort of sit and forget and it is our money at the end of the day so um, we need to make sure it's working as hard as it can for us. Uh, You're exactly right. Um, We do have some tools on the ASX to help people find the right advisor for them so we have the find an advisor tool on the website. Luckily we've actually got some of those questions that might help you when you're going in to interview that advisor to help you in, uh, in picking that right advisor. Thank you, Teresa. I think it's been a fantastic discussion. Hopefully we've kind of highlighted some of those uh, key tools that people can use whilst we're in this World Investor Week. And, uh, and hopefully we can come back and talk about these tools again. Fantastic, Graham. Thanks for, um, for the conversation. And I hope that people are able to find the right content for them on our website, which is www.asx.com.au. Go in there, have a look at our blog, uh, do a search, and I'm sure you will find a wealth of information in there. Thank you again for joining us on this special edition of the Ideas Exchange. It was great to talk about all the resources ASX is able to offer all investor types. For more information, you can visit www.asx.com.au forward slash World Investor Week. Are you keen to learn more? Why not visit the ASX blog, asx.com.au slash blog, for a wide range of articles, videos and insights from ASX experts, listed companies and investment professionals.